Good afternoon, team. Welcome to the Base Week Podcast. Despite being out of lockdown, we're still on Zoom because life is just super hectic at the moment and the gym's been yes. opened up this week and a lot of other stuff's been going on. So we're, we're jumping on Zoom. Just I still need to come in today. and say hi and all, but it's just been very, very hectic. Yeah, you do. Um, so I'm Craig Hyman. I'm with Simon Jones over Zoom. Presumably correct, yes. Zoom, I'm assuming you're okay. Um, and this is the basic podcast episode 73 or four. Or, I've got We're to getting check close to 100. Uh, getting close to 100. And we've surpassed 10,000 listens. We're on about yes. 10,600. Meant to say that on last week's episode, but yeah, we've just crossed 10,000, which is a bit of a milestone. Um, well, because I know you said it, we've had what and We've had them. What number are we at for the most listens? Are we per? Well, that per was episode? that was the one I, I did one with Phil Heskiff, and that was yeah. four hundred and seventy. So wow. thanks, Phil. That was a that was a big one. So what a guy! <laughs> yeah, Phil, Phil and me have got a strong following, so that was always going to do well. Um, sure. And then the Matt Sohajov was the next one, which is coming up to okay. three hundred. And then okay. the Cara Brennan one, which was a fantastic episode. She's a lovely lady, so. Um, yeah, they're our top three listens. So we got we to gotta push for the 500. We got to tip it over. Oh, yeah. I think that'll happen time. It's funny. So I check the stats before or like when I'm uploading the episode every week and just look at and all the episodes, like they creep up a little bit. So people must back listen to a lot of stuff. So thank you guys for yeah. listening. Um, but you're looking like, oh, man, that episode only did like 70. And the next time you go back and it's like, oh, it's on 103. Oh, it's 110. And these are like weeks back. And the event, our average listenership is like 110 per episode. So that's great. So 100 people have still continued to listen to us. Um, yeah. So we're going to get into this a little bit just because everyone's going to be um, wanting to, well, our 100 listeners are probably, or half of our 100 <laughs> listeners are probably going to know um, what's been going on the last couple of days. If you, if you haven't been um, following CrossFit news outlets, I guess you'd call things like Morning Chalk Up, um, some drama's been going on within the CrossFit community. Um, Simon works for CrossFit HQ um, and has kind of been dealing with some shit the last couple of days. Um, we're a CrossFit affiliate um, and yeah, it's basically just been a bit of a whirlwind. Um, I'll just explain a little bit for people that don't know is the now former CEO of CrossFit uh, made some statements on various outlets that didn't get received too well. And then this kind of whole uproar happened and he was kind of ousted from his position at CEO and it's now being replaced by Dave Castro, who is the games director. So he's got a bit of a reputation because everyone hates him because he programs such miserable He's also the director of training too. So he, he had two hats. He, yeah, and, and the director of training was, uh, was his other job. But then it's kind of like how you feel about me when you're doing classes and you're like, man, this workout sucks. It's like, that's how a lot of people have like Dave in his life. So, oh my God, yeah. Yeah, so there's been a lot of um, stuff bouncing around and a bunch of gyms globally and people kind of removed themselves from the brand of CrossFit. Um, I personally, and again, everything I say here is is my opinion as Craig Harriman. This is not me speaking on behalf of Base 3 or on behalf of Simon Jones. Is I just fucking love doing CrossFit. Like I think um, some of the best times and the best experiences and the best, people or best relationships I've made have come from doing fitness with friends. And to me, it's all about um, community, health and fitness, and the lifestyle that supports that. And for me, it's, yeah, I'm still going to continue to do thrusters and work on my weightlifting technique and do AMRAPs with friends and do the okay, CrossFit Open. Push to you, mate. 
Oh, I just won some actually, that's actually pretty good. Okay. Um, and, I, and I don't think the actions of a single individual reflect our organization or what I stand for in terms of my career as a coach. I'm still going to continue to fly the flag that I believe is the, uh, a decent training methodology or a, de a, a decent tool to get people in good shape and keep people fit and healthy. Um, yeah. I'm not I mean, going to say much more than that. I think that's just my stance on it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, CrossFit is the community and that's something that uh, it, it pulled us i know definitely me and i know you pull us in and that's why we still do it to this day and it yeah. was and you know pat sherwood said it best i wasn't one of the famous quotes i'm going to butcher it but most you know i'll get as close as possible and it's just you just high five and chest pump and make it the funnest hour of your day you're going to meet some cool people along the way you're going to build some great friendships um you know it's where you met your wife's where, where i met my fiance and it, it's life-changing and it's and that's that's what it's about. And it's just bringing people together. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that, that's the power of what CrossFit is. And it's just, you know, it doesn't really matter if you're, you know, if it's an, 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 an organization, if you're the cleaner and you're going to train with a manager or it doesn't really matter. Like you're going to do the workout, you're going to do exactly the same thing. You're going to have a high five and chest bump when a workout's done. And I, I just, I don't know, it just, it gets rid of any, um, any sort of filter and you, I just go at it. We're all doing the same thing. We're all going to, uh, you know, grind through this workout. We're all going to feel terrible. Uh, it doesn't really matter how fit or non-fit you are. The result is exactly the same. And, uh, and, and I think that's what's, what's beautiful about it. And that's what kind of brings the community together. So it'll still be there. And I think there's a lot of negativity in the world at the moment. And like the world's on fucking fire, literally. And I think if you focus on, the positives it's looking after your health and looking after your fitness and working out with friends is a friend of mine uh annie harper said something and again i'm going to butcher this but he said like three two one the clock starts no matter where you're from how heavy you are what gender you are barbell still weighs 45 pounds and everyone in our gym is uh family member to me and I appreciate every single person that comes through our door. Everyone's welcome. Fitness is CrossFit especially is so fucking inclusive that like I'm just I'm I don't want to say blessed because I think that word's misused, but like I'm just super honored that every day I get to come in and train with people that share the same values with me, which is health and fitness. And I think hold on to the the positives that come from this community and, and not worrying about what one dude said on Twitter is. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, right. And, yeah. Uh, you know, and it's, it's, um, doesn't matter if you're an owner, a coach, an athlete in a gym, you know, you're a CrossFitter. It's um, just look after your people and care. And that's, that's it. And it, it you know, we're all going to have fun doing it. And it's going to be, that's why we get up every single day to help someone out. And that's, at least that's my purpose. And that's, uh, and we'll, we'll keep doing that. Sure. Well, thanks for showing that, Simon. Appreciate that. Anytime. I'm sure it's been a, a, a testing couple of days, but yeah, but yeah, gym's yeah, back lovely. open. Uh, we're, we're we're two weeks now. Um, the people who've been coming to classes will know this, but for those that haven't, we're still in boxes. We're still um, hashtag stay in your box, hashtag free the chalk because uh, we're we're still. Uh, have you have you put the chalk somewhere so people can see it, but they can't touch it or something? No, like, well, kind of. If the office doors open, you can kind of get a glimpse of the okay. buckets, but no, there's. So no chore again, just like for hygiene reasons, everything's just um, 
everything's pretty strict at the moment and everyone's and it's just more for everyone's comfort and just to be over cautious and be safe uh, more than anything but um training's going great and people are having a really good time it's awesome to see people coming back more and more people coming back and i'm pretty excited about um how everything is going right now and that people are starting to well i guess the people that are in the gym already realize this but more and more people realizing that being healthy and being fit is really important and is a pillar and a priority and uh, getting back into the gym, which is really awesome. Um, but not everybody has to come back to the gym yet. Um, so kind of topic of today's show is me and Sam are going to talk down kind of the effectiveness of real simple movements. And what was challenging for me over lockdown is trying to program stuff that's still interesting for you guys at home because we're still running the lockdown program and trying to think of stuff that's interesting and challenge enough for you guys but not boring and um kind of like a waste of time there's no point doing millions of burpees a week people already say i put too many burpees into the program but um you don't want to beat the hell out of movements and make sure that you're still um making progress whether you're in the gym not yet or not so we will continue to offer our at-home program and i know simon it's something you and paolo have been working on is bringing uh simple effective training methods uh to people's i guess home gyms um yeah. and yeah we just want to talk about the importance of movement virtuosity and doing really simple movements really well and how that can be more effective instead of chasing the, the big fancy stuff and i think it's something that gets overlooked daily and everyone wants to lift heavy and go fast but it's are you doing right? uh, yeah are you doing the really 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 basic stuff really well and i think that's something that people need a reminder every now and again of just Make it, how is your when's the last time you, you spent some time work on your air squat or when's the last time you did just some really good controlled push-ups yeah and it carries over and it's like this the better your simple movements are it, like it just it makes the harder movements easier i mean we I mean, we talked about it off air with the muscle up like people want to get their muscle up and they haven't even really got a many uh, kipping pull-ups they're nowhere like they're strict pull-ups kind of iffy um, and then you said ring rows and hollow rocks. And I went, well, yeah, those are, you yeah. know, those are some of the building blocks of doing the movement. And then if, if like, just imagine if you can, you know, hollow rock and ring row like a boss, most probably you're either very close or you got some good looking pull-ups. And if and you look at the, sorry, if you look at the best athletes in the world, guaranteed they're doing ring rows and hollow rocks on the regular. Yeah. I mean, you, you said it before. It, it was like, is it boring accessory work? But it's like, it, that shit's important. Hmm necessary for growth and and uh and prevention of injury in the sense that if you try to run before you can walk and you haven't established good movement patterns from the ground up on the simpler movements they're not going to be there moving forwards is we were talking about um me and em were talking about it this morning is we've got and you know who you are but i won't throw your name of the bus is we've got a mutual client like i do their program and em does some pt for movement work with them so i give her like i said i want him to be doing this and then she says i want you to be doing that and we kind of like tag team and then she does the kind of like movement stuff and i put that into programming so i was yeah. like i want him to be doing this and she's like well yeah but let's do it slower because he we haven't got the movement pattern established yet um so, and then that made me think as well, is like, this guy's a fairly advanced athlete, very fit guy, uh, strong, moves really well, a uh, bit of a beast. But then if we have an injury that's come from, we've spent a long, long time moving in a less than optimal pattern on, fit, on basic shit, like squatting or running. And 
I know it's kind of hard to address because everyone wants to go faster and, and not everybody's got the patience to be like, yeah, I've got to spend six months making sure I'm moving properly before I start loading my exercise because everyone wants to be fit right now. And I'm not 100% saying that needs to be the case because we've got to, it's a case of wants versus needs, right? It's like, you want to be in shape, but you need to slow down in order to get there. People aren't going to listen. If I tell people that when they walk from my door, then no one's going to be walking from my door for very long. So I know there's an element of you've got to give them the, the, the fun, fast stuff, but at the same time is if you aren't building correct movement patterns from the ground up, then when you get up the couple of flights of stairs, shit's going to start breaking pretty quickly. Yeah, very quickly. And then, you know, you're going to keep pushing and pushing and pushing it. At some point, you, your body or your brain is just going to go, fuck this. And then it's just going to, it's going to fall apart. And that's, you know, and that's where people are walking around with a knee niggle, lower back, shoulder thing. And it becomes normal to walk around and move around in pain all the time. Right? It's not. And then it's where it's just spending time on just like simple movements. And it's, and it yes is annoying because you got to think about it way more and like and uh, and you said it a second ago it's you know yes moving fast sometimes trying to get a better time or more reps is yes sometimes that's the goal of a workout but sometimes like moving slower on purpose just allows your body to just learn how to move properly and you know you crawled before you could walk and i'm like you, you didn't you know as, as, as a baby and it's you were learning the coordination of how to move your extremities before you could walk in and balance on two feet um so it, you know you didn't see a baby run from day one like it has to start somewhere and uh, we all started somewhere and i think sometimes that's in a way forgotten totally and then the in, in certain there is a time and a place for the go faster stuff and the, uh, the fitness racing stuff um but then and this is what we see is we do a beautiful like a back squat session and everyone's like squat looks awesome and they're playing pain especially if you've got asher coach and you're paying attention to make sure the glutes are working and make sure the squat pattern looks great and everything and then it's like can okay, no one do thrusters and you're going to do it as fast as you can is people misunderstand that go fast as you can means do this range of motion as quickly and, and ineffectively as possible and um, in order to just get the work done and then you may get the fastest workout at the, at the time at the fastest time on that workout for the day but then you haven't put any practice into improving your movement and i think the long game is um is building your tolerance to volume and to uh load whilst being able to um maintain movement patterns so for example if you can like do perfect air squats then you can start doing air squats faster then you can start loading the squat then you can start doing front squats. Then you can start doing more dynamic stuff like weightlifting. And then you can start jumping. Um, I had this conversation with Slug yesterday. I was talking about when someone comes in, like your first kind of movement assessment is can they bend their, I don't know why I'm using my hands to gesture this because no one can see. Can you bend your knee and your hips simultaneously? Can you, do you have knee flexion and hip flexion at the same time to exercise control? Cool, you can do that. Okay, let's look at your air squat. Let's have you sit down to a chair. Cool, you can do that. Let's load this a little bit and do a, a, a very light back squat. Cool, you can do that. Let's put some weight on there and the pattern still is the same. When you get to the point where there's a breakdown, okay, you can't back squat your body weight, then we're probably not going to take you any further than um, a front squat and a heavy front squat or a squat clean or you shouldn't even have people jumping. And then it makes sense if you took grandma, if grandma walked in and you said, I need to do a, a max distance broad jump, a hip will probably pop out because she hasn't got the, but she, oh, she might be like, some people's grandmas aren't really fit, but 
you need to build the base from the ground up. And I think it's just really important. It's something that I've started doing is understanding that spending a little bit of time just making your movement better will have a better carryover into trying to move faster when it's the time. Yeah, and I think, and that's where sometimes the, when they say something for time or it's an AMRAP and then, you know, you, when you start seeing either movement get really shitty and, and I, that this comes from when you're hitting a workout is what, what are you trying to do? Are you just trying to be like beat everyone in your class or be the number one guy or girl in the gym? Or mm-hmm. did you actually hit the workout the way you were meant to? Yeah. Uh, and that's with good range of motion, scaling it the way you were meant to do it, um, listening to your coach to make sure um, you were doing exactly what you were meant to do. And then it's, um, you know, I was, I was listening to one of Julian's podcasts the other day, and it was just like, you know, to, for something like a 200 meter uh, sled push or a 500 meter row, and it's like, did you quit or did you fail? Mm. And then you know, we can all quit. Uh, or, you can, or like, you know, or did you, uh, and meaning just, you just stopped or did you, did you fail? Like, did you fall off the rower? Did you like trip up on the, on, on the sled? Did you drop the sandbag? That, that's failing. And that's where we all learn from that. But then at the same time, I mean, they come very, very close together. Yeah. And then, at the, so when you're hitting workouts, did you, did you just quit moving correctly because it was harder? Um, and, and it was because fuck this, I don't want to listen and I just want to finish the workout or did you fail trying to do it correctly because you were listening to your coach and you're listening to Craig, whoever was coaching in the class, because there's a long-term picture in there. And, and that's, and I think that's where sometimes that distinction gets changed. And the guys who are the former who like, Oh, it's hard to maintain good technique through this move because I'm tired. I'm just going to let it turn to shit and let everything collapse and yeah. just get through it. Don't make progress as quick and don't, uh, and a more risk of injury. And, and, and here's a really good example of that. Think of a wall ball. Everyone starts pretty good. And then when they get tired, what do you tend to see? They just kind of bounce out the bottom of the squat where their ass touches the heels, especially yeah. the people who got the ability to do that. And then, yes, they still get the job done and they hit the target and, and stuff like that. But they start noticing that the hips getting tighter, the lower back's getting fried because you just, you know. Which you, you shouldn't you, be if you were just doing air squats, that wouldn't happen. No, exactly right. So it's like, it's technically the same thing, but the, you're adding an extra thing of throwing a ball at a target. And yes, it has to be, your body will change a little bit because you're, you're having to balance a load and a, a bit of velocity there. But at the same time, it's like the squat is the squat. And it's like, it should be done relatively the same, but also um, instead of just hitting the movement requirements, some people will go too low just to have momentum, but just to, but then you're, you're off tension, which means you load other things and you're, then your body compensates for other things. And then you're wondering why, why is my back really sore every time I do X, Y, Z? I was like, well, how about you move correctly? And that's the, the whole idea sometimes of you need to start, spend more time doing the simple stuff. And, um, you know, simple stuff is not easy. Simple stuff is boring, but also you program some amazing workouts. And when you look at it, you're like, easy and then you do it and you're like fuck me like life is ending but then sometimes when you see those you know the sexy workouts the shiny workouts and you've got like the snatches and the muscle-ups and rope rope climbs and things like that like people feel like sometimes they didn't get a workout in because they they lack the basic skills to do the simpler movements but then since the there is a higher skill ceiling the intensity can drop and then when that happens some people say that well i need to do another class and da, 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 da. Mm. Uh, and that's when you see them blend from like oh i'm going to do the crossfit performance class and then i'm going to jump in and do 
like the boot camp Metcon class because it wasn't hard enough. I'm like, yeah. simple, simple movements make workouts harder. Yeah, for sure. Like you can, you can do like just push-ups and air squats in a, a bazillion different formats under different tempos and different times in the tension and make like the simplest two movements you can do devastating that like you can have like a complete like like everybody stop what they're doing now and do 10 push-ups with a three second down three second hold oh. three second at the top tempo and see if you can do 10 of those like it's a night that'll take you good luck. You do it, that if that you do that properly those 10 reps will take you over a minute and a half to do 10 reps if you do it properly yeah, just to imagine it. like a minute of, of tension that sucks yeah exactly so imagine doing like yeah and then the the same guy like someone who could bench like 315 probably couldn't do those 10 reps because of the rec the positional requisites that the movement like demands it's just you can make anything hard and it doesn't have to be super complicated and like you said i i love that it's the the people the movements that are super complex if you haven't got movement virtuosity if you haven't got the ability to squat correctly and pull correctly with the correct engagement through the right muscles then doing squat snatches and rope climbs is not going to be a challenging workout because you're not going to be able to move well enough or fast enough to do enough work that that is going to be a challenging workout for you yep. whereas if you've done ring rows and squats for the same rep format or the same duration it would be a much harder workout for you ask anyone who's done ring rows properly and ask them if it's easy oh dude we, i get comments that all the time i get comments from people <laughs> on programming who we have pull-ups in their programming we're giving yeah. tempo ring rows and it's like the ring <sighs> row burn was real this sucks yeah. ring rows like that ring row hold at the top it, it sucks yeah. it just burns differently and it's just it's, well, it's terrible so what would you say like of the obvious ones ways to um uh have intensity um and challenging movements you can do at home like you can come up with some pretty awesome um squat push-up and like let's throw burpee in the mix workouts what are some things that you'd give people for all of what's like a a cheeky workout that people might not have thought of because squat push-up burpee in any way shape or form can be challenging what are some things that you'd use to try and give people like all for yourself real simple very effective workouts I think um, when you kind of look at it, the combination can kind of get interesting. Um, and then, so like, if you're going to stick with just, you know, the, 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 the norm bodyweight movements, your push up, sit up, pull up, uh, squat, lunge. Uh, I mean, a way to make it harder very, very quickly, you, you can just add the jumping component to it. Oh yeah. Um, so something um, I know the strong fit guys have used and I, like, I think it's, it's great. If you want an intensity component, okay, go put on a song that's repeats a word. Like I know you, everyone's used Roxanne or, yeah. you know, the new Justin Bieber song with yummy or whatever. And then I'm like, all right, cool. You're going to, you know, you can, um, I've done this with a song and it was just like, okay, you're going to go into a lunge and you're going to use do the same foot and you're going to listen to this song. Every time you hear the word, um, okay, imagine dragons. They got the, song thunder. thunder every time you hear the word thunder you do a lunge but you're never fully standing up you're always under tension and you just do that good luck trying to survive three and a half minutes and then you switch yeah. like, it's like so that's the one way to make it terrible sally up sally down is, a, is another yeah favorite exactly one and, and that's what how it all started it was terrible um so you know using uh, and uh, like using music kind of and you know julian and richard talk about it a lot and it's it forces you to be present and listen but then two it's like you have you don't I don't give a shit how many reps you do, just survive that song. Yeah. Um, awesome. Doing things like that, um, doing um, like, you know, sprints, 
Um, I think something that gets very underutilized. Everyone does a long and flow. I'm like, cool. I want you to map out 100, 200 meters somewhere and just go all out rest, do it again. Oh, yeah, dude. I remember some of the times I've, the most sore I've been after training was doing oh, sprint stuff. Sprints just sucks. It's like yeah. your hamstrings and your is, is a nightmare. And your I mean, abs from rotating yeah. up. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I mean, something that, uh, I mean, at home, we, we just have some dumbbells and some sandbags. Uh, and it's where uh, if you have a little bit of weight at home uh, or, or implements at home, I mean, you can even get, if you have those big water bottles, I use my backpack, I pull the water bottle in it. Uh, and then you can do stuff that way. I've done a few workouts like that. And it's like, I don't know, there's something about having an implement, instead of having a barbell where the weight's outside of your hands, having something inside your hands, which is, um, it just changes it a little bit different. And then where like we've done, uh, you know, I've, you know Tabata floor press into mm. Tabata demo deadlifts and like we've just done weird things like that and the combinations has just been terrible uh, or like you know a workout I mentioned a couple weeks ago hey do a thousand meter sandbag carry tell me about it and it's just you're doing one thing and it's it sucks and I, then um, I like my one I've been going to at the moment is um, picking uh, upper and lower body movement and yeah. it makes life so much harder to do like squats uh, so really good ones Tabata alternating between squat and push-up because mm -hmm. you have to do a lot of blood transfer so you have to get like blood into the legs blood into the other body and that's just essentially you'd call um squatting and uh pressing resistance training just because it's like a, your, your body's away and you're moving your body all of a sudden yeah. now your heart rate has to have a, a lot more intensity because you've got to get the blood down to the legs and then back up to the other body and stuff so that's a good way to kind of make it a bit more gassy, which is another way about the intensity. That's when we've, and yeah. obviously you can do that in the gym, but you can do it with real simple stuff. So like imagine like push-ups and squats is the simplest one, but you could do like lunges and handstand push-ups or lunges and bench dips or yeah. lunges and whatever, whatever. And like, and you just said that a good way to get, like if, you, if you're going to stick it with just basic body weight movements and you want some good intensity, a lot of it is like, okay, cool. Uh, it's going to be, uh, yeah, you said it, a push and a, some sort of squat movement. Um, or you're gonna do some form a push and then some sort of core work. Like it's just you're not just doing push and push, pull and pull, squat and squat. Because that's it. You could do it, but if if you want to have intensity and things like that, like doing complementary movements or something that I've always been able to rise up intensity like there's no tomorrow. Um, like yeah. we were fuck we fought, we were fucking around with something last weekend and it was like okay we're gonna do heavy sandbag squats at max into one minute max calorie row like that's Ooh. fucking terrible Yummy. yeah and like and the initial thing was like yeah we'll do four rounds and then i'm and then he's like maybe three let's ask paulo and i'm like i'll give you two uh, yeah two and it was just like we were we were a mess like like we the fact that we had to do another round sucked but it was just the fact that um that combo were terrible but it it, it just it's forced the intensity goes through the roof um and then we were messing around with one um and it was like we did max floor press into max sandbag press uh or became a push press into one minute uh max calories here oh, simple dude. movements again but it was just we couldn't believe like the, the the mental burn of going from floor press into like sandbag push press was like we were laughing at the beginning like and then we were all we were all laughing so hard because we didn't realize we knew it would affect the push press but we didn't know how much just how much and, yeah, and it was just like it just, just you know that Fran burn you get. Yeah, like now we just had localized in our on our chest and arms. It was it was bad, and then we had to go into ski erg, and like we couldn't even reach the handles. 
his hands are just like T-Rexes. Yeah. Um, what, okay, so you, what are a couple of no-goes? Because a, a lot of time people will try and use these simple movements um, and come up with like, not dangerous, but not smart programming. It's one of the like, obvious one is, is too much volume, like doing excessive amounts of the same movement, like over and over again is not a good idea, especially not frequently as well. Like I'd say like once a week, you can probably get away with doing like a hundred plus reps of a movement in a workout and, and not have to worry about it too much. But the risk there is as you get tired, you start to lose movement quality and it turns into crappy movement patterns and you start reinforcing bad movement patterns, which is going to stop progress or risk injury. So doing too much stuff. I like don't just do hundreds of reps. Like don't just pick something and do hundreds for the sake of it. That's not intensity. That's just too much volume. Um, yeah. what, what are doing stuff that's too long? Again, same reason. If you do something that's too long, if you pick some, I saw a guy, I don't know, I don't know why I saw it the other day and, and I apologize if for some reason you're a listener and I'm back bashing on your workout, but it was like Oops. seven mile run into seven rounds of 70 burpees and seven pull ups. And then seven minutes of plank. And I'm like, why? Yeah. What's, What's the, the reason? point in that? Give me a yeah. reason. Um, yeah. So like just doing stupidly long stuff unnecessary. Like you're going to get to a point, especially if you're outside and it's fucking hot now, you're going to get to a point where you're so tired and so fatigued that you're not actually going to be effective in your movement at all. It's just a fucking waste of time. Yeah. I think what's the purpose. And then I think, you know, all the movements are attacking certain muscle groups. So it's like, well, uh, and it's, are you feeling in the right place? I think that's a good indicator. It's like, um, if you're doing pushups, do you actually feel your chest working yeah. and like getting fried and you know, your triceps and things like that? Or if you're feeling it in your traps, something's not right. You're not, yeah. you're doing something wrong. If you're doing air squats and you, you can't feel your glutes or hamstrings, well, something's going on. Like, mm -hmm. and it's, you know, and I get it. Like there's people will do it and it's like, oh, I only feel it here and there. And that, that's, that's okay. But then it's, if you do things correctly, you should be able to at least be, have a connection with the muscles you're meant to be using. And it's like, um, and I think, especially if you're doing loads of body weight movements, it's, I think it's a great time and place for you to start thinking about like, am I actually doing it correctly? And that's where you're, you're focusing on perfection of the simple movement, the push up, the ring row, um, a sit up, a hollow rock. Like people do hollow rocks, they feel it in their back. I'm like, well, maybe they're trying to do, um, they're trying to scale it up to what it should look like when they should be maybe more in a tuck position, or yeah. maybe using one leg versus two. Maybe the hand shouldn't be above their head; it should be by their sides. And people are just doing a very hard variation, um, which is too far for them, and that's why they don't feel in the right place. Um, so I think I think that's, that's like nine out of ten people, by the way. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna do, it. and it's, it's, it's hard because they, they do it because that's what the coaches ask them to do. Get your um, damn then, knees into your chest, man. Yeah, and I'm like, it still sucks. Like, it, yeah, it the, the, well, I, uh, when I was coaching a few classes, I did the dead bug finisher, and it's basically you had all four uh, arms and legs up, and then you would just alternate. Um, so you just do legs for 30 seconds, just do arms for 30 seconds, and then you do left arm, right leg for right 30 leg. seconds. And, and then you do both. And it was just like, by the end of whatever it was, two minutes, it sucked. But then it was just, you know, it's, do you feel it in the right places? And it's where, I think that's where you can get the mess bang for your buck. Yep. But then it also gives you an indicator when, when, you, when you can't feel it there anymore, you might have gone too far. Yeah. And I, I think, and that's, I think that'd be a cool indicator. And that's where sometimes when, if you're doing, you know, 
workouts which are three hours long i'm like yes every now and then there might be in a time and a place for it but it's then why did you do it are you just doing it to kick your ass and punish yourself well why there might be a, why do you might hate be yourself? Con- yeah that might be a conversation you need to have or ask some good questions to yourself and maybe get some good answers for it but then i think when um you use simple workouts there's really easy ways to crank up the intensity but also you're cranking up the intensity the right way and meaning you're feeling in the right place your heart's going to be going no matter what but then you're not feeling weird shoulder pain while you're doing it or elbow pain or knee pain you're able to feel you know it's like good pain and bad pain bad pain is like uh i don't know but i might be hurting myself good pain is oh my god my chest is about to explode yeah uh and and you're gonna keep going anyway and and it's just like cool and and that's a the difference and i think that's a almost a good question the next time you do a workout it's like cool when you're doing it other than sometimes you feel like you're having a heart attack are you are you feeling good pain in a sense of you can feel your body working and muscles working getting fatigued they're starting to burn life sucks (laughs) or as soon as you start something you notice your knee niggle, your shoulder niggle comes back and it doesn't get any better. And that stops you working out faster and you end up just moving through the workout. There's no real intent there. You're kind of in the survival mode versus actually pushing for intensity. Fucking okay. All right. I'm, I'm going to leave on that note because that was brilliant. Um, Sai, thank you for your time. Again, as always, appreciate it, brother. I'll, I'll be in the gym next week. You better be. For the podcast. I, I, I just, I just, I get on the, uh, for anyone you don't know, in our recording studio, there's a, the little foam thing I can see on the side of your screen. So I was like, oh, <laughs> and your coffee. So I'm looking yeah, forward to it. And we'll, um, we'll, record, we'll do a morning session because I'm back to routine now. Yeah. So I'm only coffee yes. in the morning. Um, yeah. People stay safe, be kind to one another and wash your damn wash hands. Your hands. <laughs>